You're listening to 4315, a podcast about empowering workers and exposing the union-busting industry. Presented by Labor Lab. For more information and resources about the right to unionize and how to protect it, visit laborlab.us. Hey folks, it's Megan and John from 4315. Enjoy this 15-minute bonus round where we talk to... John, a fired organizer at the Anderson, South Carolina Starbucks location. First, let's give some background information before we start the interview. So starting with May 31st of 2022, there was a unanimous vote to unionize the Anderson, South Carolina store. It was 18 to 0. It was reportedly the first unanimous Starbucks win in the South. June 11th and June 12th, The first strike happened. The first strike happened over unfair labor practices. Hours were cut. Starbucks was stalling negotiations. And workers were told that they weren't allowed to wear pro-union t-shirts. July 22nd, second strike happens. Hours were cut significantly. And workers at that point had been unionized for nearly two months. Still no negotiations. And that brings us to August 1st. Workers gathered and did what's called a march on the boss. They confronted their manager and asked for new equipment. And they also asked for the raises that Starbucks had announced for non-unionized stores. This was about a six-minute interaction. The boss asked to leave the store. Workers said yes, but... The boss filed kidnapping charges with the sheriff's office and said that the workers wouldn't let her leave until they got a raise. Now, on August 6th, the Anderson Starbucks Workers Union Instagram said, quote, partners were called this morning and told without explanation and without an end date that we're going to be paid for the remainder of what we were scheduled. Furthermore, we were told that we cannot step foot in any Starbucks location. September 2nd. Starbucks fired five baristas for cleaning the store after that second strike I mentioned earlier. Workers said that if they hadn't cleaned the store after that strike, food would have gone to waste, drink components would not have been prepared, and the customers would have been in a messy cafe the following day. And now that brings us to today. We're talking with John, one of the organizers who was fired from the Anderson Starbucks location in South Carolina. How long have you worked at Starbucks and what did you do there? So I have worked at Starbucks for four and a half years um, and I was a barista the entire time. Um, I did work at three different stores. I started in Charleston, South Carolina when I was in high school. And then I transferred back and forth between that store and a store in Tennessee while I was in college. Um, And most recently, I um, have worked at the store in Anderson, South Carolina, after I graduated college. Your store, uh, your store voted 18 to zero to unionize. And it was reportedly the first Starbucks in the South to have a unanimous yes vote. So what tactics did Starbucks use to bust union efforts and... What advice would you give to other Starbucks stores and workers generally who are seeking to unionize? 
Yeah. Um, so I actually had not arrived at the Anderson store when they actually had their vote. Um, so I wasn't part of the actual voting process, but I did uh, transfer to the store because it was unionizing. Um, and I started working just days after they had finalized their vote. Um, but both in Tennessee, where I was in college, and um, here in Anderson, uh, a tactic Starbucks used a lot was sending out um, deterring memos. So they would send out warnings that we would be losing benefits or there'd be a gap in benefits between unionized stores and non-unionized stores. Um, one big thing after the, uh, the store in Anderson unionized was that management was telling baristas they couldn't wear union gear, um, which... Uh, since then, the NLRB has ruled it's against labor law to prohibit workers from wearing uh, union gear. Um, and they also told us we couldn't put up uh, pro-union signs, either in the front of house or the back of house. So we had different signs, either talking about our union or just saying, like, welcome to your unionized Starbucks. That management kept kind of pushing back on saying we can't have those out, um, including we had signs that uh, stated, you're only being paid the wage of one person. Um, you need to like pace yourself. Burnout's not worth it. Um, and they weren't big fans of those either. Um, but uh, my advice uh, would be uh, to stay strong, be vigilant, um, form a bond with your coworkers. Um, we hang outside, uh, hang out outside of work a lot. We do a lot of things together, um, and it really uh, helps of that bond um, between us. I felt super at home ever since I got to this store um, in June. Um, and then also in the actual process of labor organizing, I would advise people to, if possible, consult um, a labor lawyer um, or a labor uh, organizer for guidance before taking any action. Um, our, our ability to consult um, with labor lawyers and labor um, organizers to make sure we're doing everything um, the right way um, within labor law has been just a great way to be at peace of mind that everything we're doing, uh, we're doing the right way and that um, it's helped us uh, be sure that everything that Starbucks does in retaliation we know is uh, illegal. It's against labor law. So that's been a good way to um, help us like stay strong and be sure in ourselves as we uh, push forward through the process because it can be really daunting at times so yeah um and that kind of segues into the next question which is um so after the win starbucks responded by cutting hours and refusing to negotiate um and that resulted in two strikes and a march on the boss uh do you want to do you want to talk about what happened that day um, with the March on the Boss? And do you want to talk about what's happened since? Yeah. Um, so those first uh, that first strike, um, the main reason that the store went on strike, that was right after I got there. Um, what was because what I've already mentioned with uh, prohibiting them from wearing union gear, kind of just ignoring that they had unionized, not taking it seriously. Um, and the second strike was for uh, our district manager kind of claiming that uh, they couldn't make any unilateral changes, which has kind of been Starbucks's repeated mantra every time the union stores have asked them to change things. Um, but they were able to change our store hours and come in and take down our union stuff, which were also unilateral changes. Um, and after both of those actions, um, uh, management really didn't do anything. Our district manager... Um, came in to talk with our bargaining committee after our strikes, kind of asking, like, hey, what what are the issues that we need to be fixing? Um, but nothing really changed, um, except, like you mentioned, partners were getting hours cut. A lot of partners had requested full-time, and they were getting 9 to 12 hours. Um, 
when they'd previously been getting in the 30s of hours. So we just noticed those drastic cuts and it was affecting people's livelihoods, um, their ability to pay rent, um, having to choose between gas and groceries. Um, so that was when, um, on top of our previous actions, um, we performed the March on the Boss um, on August 1st, uh, along with a lot of other of the unionized stores around the country, um, because Starbucks was following through with their promise to not give union workers at union stores the wage that they had already delayed <laughs> four or five times over the past year. Um, they're bringing the wage up to 15. They said all the non-union stores would be getting it on the first, and we were not. So we approached our boss saying, hey, we want to get paid uh, an, an equivalent amount to our coworkers right down the street for doing the same job. Um, we want you to fix our equipment. We can't operate if we have an espresso machine down, a sticker machine down, if our pitcher rinsers aren't working. We can't do our jobs. Um, and so after that, um, the March on the Boss has just been kind of a whirlwind. Um, our former store manager filed an investigation into us um, in order to press kidnapping and assault charges. Um, Eleven of our employees were put on indefinite paid leave after that and were forbidden from stepping foot on any Starbucks property. Um, and that was um, over a month ago. Um, and we haven't really gotten much communication from corporate during that time. So we're just kind of waiting to see like when we're going back to work what's going on um and then just this weekend five employees including myself and our lead union organizer were fired um supposedly for entering the store after our second strike had ended to clean and prep the store um to resume regular operations the following monday um so it's just been it's been a whirlwind um we have also gotten a lot of chance a chance to do a lot of press to make our story heard um, it's been really cool getting to connect with baristas and organizers around the country, um, just kind of hearing their, how their experiences are similar to ours, um, and work with them, um, to fight for all of our labor rights. Yeah. And, you know, I know I promised, you know, I was going to ask as few questions as possible just to get this out fast, but I do have one more question kind of yep. based on what you said. Um, so this, um, this, these firings, are based on like what is their reason for that? Like what is like I understand that it's because you went in and prepped the, uh, cleaned the store, but why why would they fire you over that? Yeah, so um, like I said, like they've kind of continued their their um, mo of communicating with us as little as possible. They haven't answered any follow up questions our partners have had after being fired. Um, they just directed us to the Starbucks like 800 helpline. Um, but their initial reasoning, it just states that uh, Starbucks um, chose to fire us because we were in the store um, when the store was closed. Um, their justifications would be that money was out, that we were messing with product when we weren't on the clock, we weren't scheduled. Um, and our kind of pushback to that is that some of the partners who went in um, were actually scheduled to work that day. Um, and we had already announced that our strike ended earlier in the afternoon. So um, any any kind of justification that we had gone in the store went during our strike isn't true. Um, and our reasoning for going in was that um, the store had been closed for three days already, um, and most of our product only lasts for two days. Um, so we had gone in to clean the store, wipe it down, um, pull food from the freezer so that it would thaw overnight, and prep a lot of our sauces and uh prep items for our menu so that when we opened on Monday, normal hours, bright and early in the morning, we'd have things to serve to people. Um, so uh, especially puzzling to us since what we were doing, uh, which is a clean play, 
um, is a Starbucks procedure where employees go in um, specifically to clean the store um, is a regular occurrence at Starbucks. Um, and many of these workers had never gotten any kind of corrective action before. So um, it kind of hit us out of the blue and we haven't really gotten many answers on their exact justification. It's just a total side swipe. So I also have to ask, um, okay, to clarify, I watched that video of the March on the Boss where you you guys supposedly kidnapped this this manager, which is just the, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, I, I couldn't believe it when I read that headline that, <laughs> that they were pressing charges for assault and kidnapping because I, I watched the person walk away and walk out of the building with right. no resistance. So I'm just curious, like, what is the status on that? Like, has... Yeah. Um, yeah. So I actually was the person that got uh, pushed out of the way in that video. Um, uh, and, yeah, so the funny thing is, we had that first week, the police came to our store and kind of just asked us to reenact. I wasn't there when they came, but they asked the partners who were there to reenact what happened, kind of give their account. Um we, we had a chance to speak to our lawyers about it, um, but nothing really has happened. Um, it was being, it was like an investigation being done ongoing, I guess, still from um, by the Anderson Police Department. Um, and even though I was the person that actually got uh, shoved out of the way, um, I'm assuming that would mean that I, the reason of the assault charge, I was never contacted by Starbucks about it, and I was never contacted by the police. Um, it kind of has just floated um, in the air since... A month ago, we haven't really heard anything back concerning that at all. Um, so I'm actually not really sure of the current status on that. But um, yeah, it really seems like it served the purpose to get 11 of our workers suspended um, indefinitely. Because those 11 workers, um, some of which are part of the five that got fired, but um, the rest of those 11 workers are still on um, indefinite um, paid leave and are still forbidden from entering any Starbucks Um and they're unsure about when they're going to go back to work. So um, it really seems like it just served the purpose of getting flushing those union workers out of the store. Absolutely insane. Now, where can our listeners follow you for updates, and how can we support you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so people can follow us um, on our Instagram and our Twitter accounts. Both are Anderson, S-B-W-U. Um, we have our GoFundMe linked there, which all the funds for that goes towards financially supporting our five recently fired employees as they seek alternative employment as we fight for reinstatement. Um, and just in general, supporting us, um, supporting the union in general, I'd encourage people to go on uh, Instagram and Twitter and follow as many Starbucks union pages as you can. Um, stores are constantly giving updates on their efforts, um, what's happening at their stores when they're going on strike and offering ways to support them, which can be monetarily. Right now, a lot of stores are doing sip-ins around the country where people go and sit and uh, talk about the union, support the union verbally in cafes. Um, find a union store near you if you can um, and support that store. Um, even just going in and saying, like, hey, we support the union can be really uplifting to hear. Um, and especially the national level, level Twitter account is always updating things that are going on just with the Starbucks union in general. So those resources are really good for kind of keeping up to date with uh, things that are happening. Thank, thanks for taking, you know, the time at uh, 1130 on a Sunday. Yeah, working Much around our su- stupid schedules. Much appreciated. Yeah, it's, it's totally fine. I'm definitely up at this time anyway. <laughs> but I appreciate you guys reaching out. It's really, really encouraging to have us be able to get our story out there.